If you have a public library card, download the app called Sign Into Your Library, use your, your info, you can get free audiobooks, right? Really? The only catch is that... Just do it. I'm going to bring more energy, okay? All right, you got the energy? Yeah, All I right. got the energy. Yo, 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 guys. Oh, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> I hit so hard, bro. All right, all right, keep going, keep going, go, right. go, go. All right, go. Yo, 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 guys, what is up? And welcome back to the Teen Finance Podcast. Today, joined by Sam and his broken hand, we are going to be talking about some last-minute Christmas gifts, the incoming recession, the importance of assets, and Sam's going to give us a little bit of a book report. If he's, Listen, if he's I was going to say, able. okay, I was about to say my whole joke about how I'm so comfy I could fall asleep. Ow, I just hurt my hand so bad. There's no way I'm falling asleep anymore, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right. No, no, no. It's going to be a lit episode, even though I'm like slightly in pain. No, it was just like weird. No, I just felt like because I, I hit it hard and then it hit like a funny bone spot. And it just felt like that, that weird feeling where I'm not like it's not like hurting, but it feels like really cold kind of. Yeah. I don't know. Is that whatever? Um, Yeah. Lit episode. My book report at the end is going to be late. You made it sound like it's going to be like like lame, bro. Nah, it's going to no, be no, fine. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Before sorry. we get there, though, I mean, you can see I have the Santa hat on. Therefore, you know we in the Christmas vibe. A lot of you are irresponsible. You haven't come up with Christmas gifts, and you need some help. That's why we are here to save the day. All right, I'm actually going to ask if I can go first myself because I don't want to get one <laughs> snagged. All right. Sure, sure. You can, you can first go. one, it's what we're wearing right now. It's the comfy. These people need to sponsor us, all right? These people need to sponsor so bad because I'm wearing these in like half the episodes. Right now, you can get a Comfy Express shipped like three days free on Zappos for like $35. So if you need a gift, here you go. I can't speak highly enough of this. This is not sponsored, even though I want it to be. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, they need to hit, up, hit us up with a referral code or something. But seriously, for real. if you need a gift, $35 Express shipped on Zappos. And you might even be able to get like a two for one deal on their website. I don't know. They probably have something going on. Absolutely. You want to look as cool as um, us? Like, yeah, come on, you? bro. Come Who on. Won it? Who no, won they're, they're really good. a question at that point? I wear mine all the time. It's genuinely very useful. It's just a wearable blanket. That's all it is. And I mean, yeah, it, it's fire. It's fire for sleepovers, too. If you go to yeah, sleepover at a friend's house or something, this is all you need to bring because this is your blanket. This is your, your pillow. You see? It works. I, I sound like I'm like, I, I literally sound like we're sponsored, like the, but we're not. This from like a sponsor. They should I'm sponsor us. I'm hyping them up too much. <laughs> I'm hyping them too much as well because they're not paying us, but they do. Yeah. All right. That was my first one. Sorry. I just want to get it out of the way by, uh, well. Yeah. 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 No, that, that was <laughs> definitely on my list. Uh, yeah. But, um. Sorry about that. Okay. So this isn't, this isn't very specific, right? But, um, you know, it's cold out. It's Christmas time. It's going to be cold for a long time. For some reason, it's freezing cold in California. My hand know. feels cold right now. I don't know. It's like got shocked when I hit my... <laughs> you, you broke your nerves. But um, heated blankets, right? Just a heated blanket. You can get it from any store, like one day shipped on Amazon. Yeah. Probably like $30. And that's bound to stay around in someone's life, you know? Mm-hmm. Whenever I have a white elephant, I always leave with a throw blanket. To go to that blanket right there i got it from a white elephant i have another one there that i got from a white elephant throw blankets are w because like you said you get cold in the winter and you need them so i agree but i think the comfy is is an objectively better blanket just because when you want to walk down to the kitchen to get a bowl of cereal 
it's not like falling off and you don't need to hold it. That's true. Yeah. It just stays on. So, but yeah, it is more expensive. The comfy is more expensive and you can't like, I don't know. I think you just get both of them if you want to be a very nice person. All right. Next gift idea. I, I talked about this last time, but now I have them here so I can actually. Like, mm-hmm. So I'm taking my own advice because I got two of these for one of these is for white elephant. I'm going to say you, you, you were there. You gave oh, me yeah, this yeah, idea yeah. to get these. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got two of them. If you want, you can go on to Walmart right now, I think, is where I got them because Amazon didn't say they would get here in time. They have like a really late, like it says it's going to get here in like a couple weeks or something. Mine got here in like two days. So if you need something quick, nice. Snoop Dogg's cookbook for anyone who, who wants to get into cooking or is you you want them to get into cooking. They don't need to want to get into cooking. If you like want to pressure someone into getting. So let's say you have like a, um, a boyfriend who doesn't cook. All right. You get in this. You have a girlfriend who doesn't cook. You get in this. So I I think it's just it's just good. It literally says from from crook to cook. That's a good message, man. Is, is that the? Yeah, that's the. Yeah, that's from, so good. From crook to cook, Snoop Dogg, the the boss the the boss dog's kitchen. Platinum recipes from Martha Stewart, I think. Is it like is it like all weed based? Uh, no, no, it's oh, they're, they're just real. They're yeah, just they're, they're just there's recipes. They're friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've seen that before. Yeah. Yeah. W cookbook. W cookbook. Um. Yeah. I took my own advice. I have two of them right there. All right. So here's here's mine. Right. You're done with yours, right? Yeah. Okay. So I was kind of thinking, right, and it was like something you can get them. Like this, this, this can be thirty minutes down to the wire, right? Mm-hmm. You can be so close to Christmas. Get them like a subscription service, like get them Disney Plus or get like them a year or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and they sell those. Like you can buy it for people. It's an option for Disney Plus. You can gift people at Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and just like you know, it's like a sixty dollar gift gets them. Pro- I think half a year probably gets them six months of Disney Plus. And yeah, that's like a gift that every time they get on there, they'll think about you. You know, it's like no, that's W. It's a solid the only gift. thing is, I-, I wonder if this is pressuring them into bad financial decisions because unless you buy them it again next year and like renew it then you're kind of pressuring them into like renewing the subscription oh into keeping it yeah but i but this could be a recurring gift you could just get them this every year yeah just keep buying them disney plus i'm on board and then they and they're like think of you whenever they watch content that's what i'm saying all right my next one is w it's the 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 b- the boring bros hats is what they're called. All right, so they make the ones mm-hmm. that are the the farm hats, you know, where it has like an animal on it and then a word. So let's say there's one that's like a squirrel. It says oh, nuts. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? If you live where we live, I think you can go and get them downtown at the hat shop. Otherwise, you can go and order them on Amazon or on their website. They're like forty dollars. They're really really expensive, but I think they're cheaper in, in person. But they're pretty troll. I like the one that says goat. I like the one that says King, and it's a it's a lion. Yeah, uh, I've seen that one. if if anyone is listening to this and wants me to, wants to get me one, I I said I would get you on the sale. I, I'll still do that if we're ever downtown. I will buy you one of those hats. <laughs> You'll get me a hat. Oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, but they're 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 pretty troll. They're pretty troll. I I dude, it sounds like we're being sponsored. We're really not. These are just genuine <laughs> ideas that we have. All if right. you buy one of these, send them and leave a review saying that they should sponsor us because we recommended you. Yeah, yeah, please. Please, <laughs> for real. <laughs> well, I, I swear we'll plug it every time. All right, Masao, you're up. Okay, so here's my next one. This is this is 
maybe oddly specific, but um, let's say you have like a boyfriend, you know, your girlfriend, your dad, your mom. They're into cars, right? Which I feel like it's a bigger a theme now yeah, yeah. more than ever. Yeah, yeah. And um, have you seen eBay Motors before? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've just seen them on on Donut Media videos. Oh, Donut Media. Stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. where I found them. But um, so on eBay Motors, right? It's like you can just put in if you figure out like the maker model of someone's car you can put it in there and it'll give you like you know hundreds of thousands of parts for that car yeah and they all like probably 60 percent of things on there have two day shipping really yeah which is crazy for a car part like that's good you know you can get these massive boxes just like the size of your front door two days to your house damn and you know it's like they do a good job of like customizing like catering to your car probably just based off of trends mm-hmm. and so that's like kind of the perfect gift for you know anyone you know who's like into cars and you can order this on like thursday before christmas and it'll be there they're really that quick at shipping yeah that is crazy how what are the logistics behind that getting like all these car parts like for specific cars in warehouses um, so they can two-day ship i'm assuming it's like oh, i don't know yeah I, I, that's impressive individually really making done. that work that is very impressive they have a goaded supply chain management person working there or something <laughs> that, wow. that um that little front spoiler i was mentioning to you i saw the a box that big appear two days after i mentioned it it was two day shipping <laughs> it was two day wow. shipping wow wow okay that's that that's a good last minute if, if it's if it really is that quick yeah i think like any um any teen teenager boy has an obsession with cars so you can't go wrong yeah all right i have one mm-hmm. this is a. Uh, this is a. Uh, i'm i'm literally just saying what i want at this point casio a158 <laughs> okay little watch yeah. 20 dollars, right it's so drip i it, actually okay some people don't like it i think it looks sick it's like a little retro watch 20 dollars. you can get the a168 if you want something like uh a little bit bigger but for small wrist a158 bigger wrist a168 20 dollars digital casio watch that's like i think the band is like stainless steel and the case is like an epoxy maybe uh, maybe it's aluminum it's not stainless steel what i'm saying no it's stainless um, steel you're right oh it is i'm looking at them right now yeah. w watch bro and then if you want to <laughs> go more baller you could get a nicer casio watch like a uh i'm blanking what you call it i don't know my friend had one and I thought it looked pretty good. Or if you want to go even more, you could get like a nice Orient, like Mako, uh, or like a Kamasu or he like a Seiko five, anything like that. A watch. People like watches. Or I don't I like watches. We've talked about this on the episode in the past, but uh yeah. I think Casio M one fifty eight. You can't go wrong. It's a good stocking stuffer too. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a good gift that's a watch. But I don't I don't know how you feel about them, but if you have the budget, an Apple Watch, it's useful. Where's my Apple Watch? I they're have nice. an Apple Watch. You have one. I've um, seen it. They're pretty good. What's your take? Yeah, what's your take on Apple Watches? All right, they're they're all right. Is what is my take? All right. This thing is so powerful. It can do so much. What do I use? I look at it for the time and for notifications. Notifications are a big thing. You can't get notifications on a other watch. But do I miss it when I'm wearing this thing? No, I I, I find I don't. Um, Apple watches are cool. 
if you're someone who's very active and you're like an athlete, definitely worth it. Um, if you are, I guess this goes with that. If you're running a lot and you don't want to have to carry on your phone, but you still want to be able to play music or podcasts like the one you're listening to right now, definitely worth it. If you are someone who's older and you need the health features for it, definitely worth it. For a lot of people, I think it's just like more unnecessary clutter in your life. Like having those notifications on your wrist all the time. I think people shouldn't be that strapped to their phones. And this thing is very difficult to style unless you're going for the the tech bro route that day. Like I can, <laughs> this thing can go with my pat with my Patagucci, and that's about it. Everything else, <laughs> like a real watch, goes better with it. So that's my take. It's hard to style these though, but they're not bad. They're very useful. They have more obviously more features than like another watch, but um. I don't, they don't like, they had the cool factor for like when, when not that many people had them, they're not cool anymore. Yeah. It's like, it's like a Tesla. It's the same thing. When, when Teslas first Tesla. came out, they were really cool. Right. You're like, oh yeah. my gosh, Tesla, cool electric car. Now the model three is the lamest car on the streets. It's model like cool Tesla, Tesla said nobody. <laughs> if I ever get the a Tesla, I'm putting that sticker Teslas, on it. My, my dad's friend got a, uh, a model Y and he has a sticker on it and said, cool Tesla said no one. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I have seen is I've seen um my little sister's friend it was like at our house and she had a like the new Apple Watch or I don't know just an Apple Watch and it had the cell in it you know like the SIM card yeah and oh like, yeah yeah, yeah. Like yeah parents have been yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so parents have just been giving kids like Apple watches with cellular I mean, data sure. on them which yeah, is go for it cool it's better I I feel like it it's like less of a commitment than a phone you know like for a little kids have a phone it's a big deal yeah. but an Apple Watch is kind of but don't you need a... F- no, not with the... No, you can put a SIM card in the Apple Watch. Oh, and you can get your own number for it. I thought like you had yeah. cellular data, but you had to have an existing phone number. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I'm sure, I'm know. sure there's a way around it. you can't just put a SIM in it, that's a troll. You know what's not working? My SIM? This shit broke. And Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> you always text me from your iCloud now? Yeah, you... you... Wait, is, it, is that what it's showing up? Yeah, it's the Sam. Yeah, I can't, I can't get... Email. Like, it says it on there. I can't get like... Half my text, whatever. I'll try to fix it. All <laughs> right. Do you have any other gift ideas? Yeah, yeah. So I have. Okay, I I'm gonna give you two. They're they're not like big ones. So yeah. one of them, just a book. You know, a book related to their interest. Yeah. Someone no books finance. are W, dude. There's so many books that I want. All right, hold on. Yeah, These yeah. are the books that that I want to read this summer. If you guys want want to ask for these, go for it. Um, Atomic Habits. I've heard is really yeah. good. Um. And it is on sale right now for like half off. Is it still half off on sale? Uh, it better be. Uh, I swear, if it's not on Amazon hardcover, half off. Uh, it is. Yes, yes, it is. It is. It is. It is. It's, it's like twelve dollars hardcover right now, prime shipped. It arrives before Christmas. That's a good last minute gift idea. The other one, um, we're gonna, I'm gonna. Oh, okay. I want to make an episode on this in the future because I'm. I want to get this book and read it. The third door. Mm-hmm. I heard is really good for um, any like entrepreneurial people. The basic concept is like finding that that other way, and we'll talk about it later. But good book. Um, the other one, I guess I'll just plug it because I'm going to be doing a book report on it in a second. Um, Outliers, pretty good book by Malcolm Gladwell. Um, Gladwell can make the only thing is it's not like super original information, but definitely worth the read. Um, yeah, sorry I interrupted yeah. you, Mister. I just had to share some, yeah, some no, book cracks. You know. You know, it's one book I did read over last summer was th- this most classic finance bro book um, is Rich Dad, Poor Dad. 
Robert Kiyosaki. It's it's honestly really good though. Like there's really? there's good. I thought yeah, I heard good it was, stuff. I heard, I heard it was like mostly BS, but no, I I thought it was pretty decent. I was kind of like what I was thinking, and then my dad has bought me this other book called Rocket Fuel. Um, what is it about? It's like it's like how to like grow a business. All right, basically. Give, lend it to me after you're done with it. Sure. Let's say, do we get two copies of Atomic Habits, or do we? Does one of us just get it and we lend it? We could do, we can have a little book club. Maybe we should read it at the same time, so then we can report yeah. out on it. All right. But then my dad also bought me. He um, he got me. It's called Eleven Rings. It's huh. called the. It's the the soul of success. It's like, it was this guy. He was a he was a coach for the Chicago Bulls and the Lakers for a while. Mm-hmm. But um, it's kind of about like how he like managed his time and how successful people spend their time nice that's a good one um i haven't read either of these to be honest they've sat on my desk for a while but you got this Masao. i'll do before it. you go I, to bed just read just read i know i need to you know on, i feel like watching like tiktok and stuff before bed is so terrible no nah, it's terrible just read it has to be before we move on from the books i have a book hack all right okay audible costs how much a month like 15 bucks i thought it was like three dollars no, it's way more expensive no. than that. It's not cheap. YouTube, if you want to listen to an audiobook, you have to keep yeah, your phone $15. on. You're right. And they don't have that that they're not that good, right? Like they're not that good quality. If you have a public library card, download the app called Libby, sign into your library, use your, your info. You can get like free free audiobooks, right? Really? The only catch is that it works like a library. There's only a certain amount of like audiobooks that can be like lent out so if there are like a ton of other people that have it then you can't get it like right now atomic habits the the, the wait list is like huge but really? for a lot of other books like you do want the audiobook for um tim ferris for our work week you can just get it right now and listen to it for free on libby libby is op it's pretty good i think all the malcolm gladwell stuff is also on there so maybe uh maybe outliers what i'm going to talk about is on there so yeah yeah pretty good should so I just do I'm my pro. book report now or should because we're on the topic or what, what do you think? Yeah, you can roll into it. What's, like, your, what's say, your last gift idea? What's your last yeah, gift yeah, idea? Yeah, yeah. So this isn't really exactly a gift idea, but so kind of like whatever you're looking for, if it's something that like you could buy secondhand, which I know is sometimes frowned upon for a gift, but you know, it's it's definitely a thing. Getting stuff off of marketplace is actually such a steal because you can just kind of go get it for you know already half off then lowball someone and meet up with them like the same day and buy something what did you get on marketplace recently a ipad yeah did you did you did you actually get it for a hundred and fifteen dollars 115 congrats 115 it was a it's not it's not a new one it's like a do you still have it uh i it's getting shipped to me they were I like bet. really they're, they're really far into san jose and the shipping was like eight dollars and gas would have been like 20 so i oh. just yeah i settled to ship it but um yeah so it's it's a fifth gen ipad like 20 i think it's 2018 it's you know like 64 gigs uh, it was it's a good deal though you know 115 is and, nothing yeah and it's like it's just like a gift i can go just you know give to someone or i guess yeah. i can yeah i was gonna gift it but i could keep it i guess if you need an iPad, go for it. Yeah, Read right. books. All right. Books. Last gift idea. Kindle. Mm-hmm. Kind of on topic of books. Totally. You can get Kindle books for people or you could get them a physical Kindle. 
if you wait until like Prime Day or Black Friday or something, you can get Kindles for cheaper. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Still, Kindles are never that expensive. I think like the cheap ones are like fifty bucks or something. So good way to 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 get someone a gift that's gonna better them, right? So yeah. All right. I want to move into my book report because I've been talking about it for the past couple of minutes. Outliers. I read this book maybe. It was a long time ago. It was like the start of the year. Um, and it's at first I didn't like it. I didn't I didn't like it at first. Why? Because something they the 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 basic thing of the book, it talks it's it's called the story of success, right? It's what is makes successful people successful. And the basic thesis from that I got from it is that like the main players in your success is luck. Pretty much luck. So it's certain conditions. So like when you were born and then your cultural legacy. So I'll talk about the when you were born stuff first. So it opens with like a study or not a study, but some data analysis of like who makes pro hockey teams. All right. Who becomes pro hockey players. And what they found was that all of the birthdays of of the people who, who became pro hockey players were people who ran up right to the, you know how sports leagues when you're a kid have cutoffs for like different leagues or whatever. Mm -hmm. So the people, let's say the cutoff is January. The people who became pro players were like December, November, um, October, like the late, it's going to be like the kids that are bigger, right? And the kids who had very little chance were people who were born like January, February, March, those ones, right? So, that is showing that the idea is that like okay you have people who are born super late they're they're big they'll play better in those leagues then because they're playing better they'll get more help and more training and then they'll go on to become the pros and then they talked about this for other things like you know best time to be born let's say like you like all these like rich successful people now that we see like elon musk and um jeff bezos and and those people they were born right at the time when technology boomed okay so you have like that dot com opportunity and that kind of stuff to get rich. My the point where I disagree slightly with it is I think that there's always kind of like going to be a big opportunity to jump on. Um, and that this is more for that, like that, the, that second example that I was talking about. I, I think there's always going to be that big opportunity to jump on. You just need to get good at finding it for the other stuff like cutoffs. Like, yeah, it's unavoidable. Um, those those certain things like that favor other people. but. I think with enough hard work, you can get past that, which is I'll I'll get to that in a second because he does address that in the book. So then the other thing was your cultural. um, It was like it was like legacy in your culture and stuff. So this one is 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 true. And I think in order to, to make it so eventually we live in a country where it's more of a meritocracy, it's important to address. Um, They talked about like certain things like they they talked about how you know how the recent Kanye stuff, how he like hates Jewish people. Yeah. So Marshak actually talked about this in class. Oh, he did. But there's a lot of anti-Semitism that has been going around recently. And a lot of it revolves around Jewish people being too powerful and making too much money. The thing is, why that is, is because yes, Jewish people do tend to make more money. It's because in their scripture compared to the other to like t- compared to islam and christianity they are like 
allowed um, okay this is what mr marshak said um and he's jewish so he was like this is this is he was trying to explain it to us they're the only religion really that's not like forbidden from lending money with interest so this led to a lot of jewish people being bankers the most famous example is the rothschild family and they like funded a lot they like funded governments and armies and stuff back in europe and they're still pretty powerful now but jewish people can like lend money when these other religions is like frowned upon so that led to a lot of them being bankers and then that led to them being financially successful because of the because of that now people hate them which is just like ridiculous kanye bs but um yeah so that's like what that part of the 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 whole cultural legacy part gladwell talked about a little bit in his um in his book so accepting like i'm asian why a lot of people talk about asian people being super smart all of that stuff like asians aren't born innately smart or anything like that it's just you grow up in a culture that really like pushes you towards doing certain things like since i've been a little kid i've i've felt that from like that pressure from my grandparents and stuff like i haven't known a reality besides you know you have to try really hard in school and you have to get good grades and that kind of stuff like i've I've just grown up in it and that's one of his big points like the, the the way you grow up can can dramatically change your success so that makes it sound that was like part where i'm like that's true like there's no getting around that like obviously um but when you're reading a book like that you're like all right where's where's the the self-help portion like i i can't just come out of this thinking that like my 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 success is all you know determined by luck so the one bit of like self-help that he gives is the ten thousand hour rule which i've talked about in the past um we said this on the i, I was like a couple of was back but it's basically that ten thousand hours of, of hard work makes you an expert but it has to be like dedicated work where you're learning stuff and where you know you actually have feedback and you can figure out what works better but 10,000 hours to become an expert the only example i know that goes against this is our friend dan he spent like fourteen thousand hours playing video games and he's still ass cheeks that's the only one but (laughs) besides that i mean ten thousand hour rule i think if you if you really like do dedicated practice for that much time you'll get pretty good whatever you're, you're gonna do so yeah that was my book report i recommend you go read it i gave two stories from the book there are plenty he gives you like so many examples of stuff um but yeah it's it's a good read I recommend it. I want to read some. I'll, I'll, I might listen to some other Malcolm Gladwell stuff through Libby. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I feel like listening to books is almost a better, like almost it is. Yeah, listening to podcasts, listening to books, it's the ultimate hack. You want to know the best purchase you can make? It's these. It's AirPods. I just got another pair because these ones were getting too old. But AirPods, you can. There's no other way to just directly inject like knowledge into your head but but with like with ease they're like the whole like they make it super easy with the h1 chip and stuff like you just throw these in your ears listen to a pod listen to an audiobook whenever you have extra time like it takes i feel like i don't know physical books it's probably just me and i just need to get better at like having books with me but it just feels like too much of a hassle and i mean you kind of run into that 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 myth of like oh you need like you know time to get like meaningful reading done and stuff yeah. like that i don't know just it's kind of nice the the airpods make it easy 
<laughs> that was like remember we did that like episode three we talked about airpods yeah why airpods are the best investment yeah yeah that was fun. i still believe that all right um you know what real quick i want to mm-hmm. on the on the the malcolm gladwell stuff on that ten thousand hours of, of, of practice makes you an expert not gonna lie it felt like i spent ten thousand hours on something yesterday i told you this Maceo. i spent 10 oh, yeah. hours what straight coding on for okay this is it's kind of my fault it's kind of not yeah the project i i <laughs> he told us about it a long time ago yes so yeah i had a couple weeks to do it yes yesterday was the last day to do it but i had other stuff that i had to do that i literally like was not sleeping like i my sleep schedule for the last four the last week has been like four and a half hours every night which is really not ideal that's wild um but okay i'll save it for my hot takes uh, personally i think that like sleep is slight overrated no, kidding. Um, dude. <laughs> i spent 10 hours coding a project it was a cipher so encrypting and decrypting and i proved to myself that i can do i can do stuff that's it i was really proud of myself i spent today big... just sleeping because i felt like i deserved it um but yeah it was it was uh it was a lot of it was 10 hours straight just writing code debugging code and when it worked it was the greatest dopamine rush of all time no no so tiktok what, can get that amount of dopamine out of me what were you coding can it was you, a cipher a cipher is encryption, like encryption? okay today i spent a little bit of time like coding and designing for stuff that i cannot tell you about yet that's but, what I thought it was. Yeah, no, no, no. That's that we that we spent a little bit of time on today. I had a meeting with the the boys. All I'm all I'm gonna say is that I have a new business coming. Okay, we're we're cooking stuff up. I'll talk about it in maybe a couple episodes, and I can talk a lot about it once it actually comes out. But um, yeah, we're in, we're in the early stages. Um, but it, it's coming along. It's coming. It's gonna, it's gonna be exciting. All right, excited to see it. Yeah, Maceo. Yeah, there's a recession looming. No. No. Yeah, there yeah. is. <gasps> so, recessions, a, a lot of this stuff has been in the news. Everyone's heard about it. The Fed has been in the news a lot. Everyone's scared of recession, inflation, all that stuff's getting thrown around. We're just going to hit a quick little financial lesson for the last 10 minutes here. So, sure. Maceo, yep. what is a recession? Hmm? What's a recession, when- man? Let's see. What's a recession? So when when money go bad, yeah, when money go bad, right? It's when there's so much money, right? Inflation's so high. There's so many loans going out, and people can't pay them back, and everything kind of just crumbles. Yeah, you basically got it. Um, everything just crumbles. The more uh, I'm just gonna try to say this in like monkey terms. Yeah, recession is when tr- um, trade no happen. Okay. No. When when when, pe- when people stop, when people stop trading and exchanging money. So what is your what is what like GDP? I hope like I hope people kind of know what this is, but I realize that financial education has kind of failed us in the states. So that your gross domestic domestic product is essentially the total of everything that your country produces. And all, all of the money, all like, like every time you go and buy, um, you know, five do- a $5 co- coffee from Starbucks or something that adds five bucks to your GDP, right? Mm-hmm. So 
what a recession is is when your GDP goes down. So it's when people basically is like stop spending money. So in a closed system, let's say there's a small town and you know, you have a coffee shop or something. So then this coffee shop owner is gonna go and you know sell their coffees and then those pe- people are gonna buy those coffees and that person's now gonna have more money. So then they're going to hire some more people and that's gonna create new jobs. And then those people who got hired at the coffee shop are gonna go have money so then they can go spend at other businesses and it keeps growing. But the problem happens when people hear stuff. Oh, the Fed is doing this, the Fed is doing that. Um, so uh, actually, inflation isn't a direct, like it's it's not, and inflation can be good. You need like some inflation because that keeps people spending money because if there's yeah. no inflation, then people might hold on to their money. But when you just hear stuff about like financial times being tough, possible collapses, people like, is now the time to be saving? Should I hold on to my money so I can get through these these hard times? And then once you have that, then people stop spending money, which means that these businesses have, have to lay off people. And that means people get laid off of jobs, which means that people are like hearing about these layoffs. So they think that they should go spend less money because they might get laid off, which means that businesses have less money. So those businesses need to lay people off. And then the cycle continues, obviously. So that's the basic idea. Recessions are a natural thing, though. They happen all the time. They, the last big one was... 2020 actually the COVID-19 pandemic that was short-lived though because it was followed by like the biggest bull run in a hot minute yeah (laughs) Um, it feels like there's a little mini one starting right now but it's really just in the tech sector but a big broad market recession could be looming the best thing you can do is know that it's natural not and just not do anything stupid so what you don't want to do is see the markets crashing and go dump all of your your assets because then who knows you don't you just don't want to be the person who who buys high and sells low so just try to avoid that the best way you can do that is just like not do stuff with your money this sounds like i'm giving financial advice this is not financial advice for all of you you legal people watching trying to sue us morty no (laughs) morty (laughs) Um, the best thing i what my my recession recession my recession strategy is going to be just doing nothing and not looking at my account. What about you, Masao? Oh yeah, I've been doing that for the past six months already. Um, just close your eyes, you know. Yeah. Don't if you don't if you don't do anything, nothing bad can happen. If you don't look at your account, it's not real. It, it doesn't. And nothing happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's at the, it's at the same number as at six months ago. I don't know. Exactly. I that's that's all I remember is that my account's super high. It's to the moon. Yeah, um, like tens of trillions, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that's the teen finance account. I don't know. I don't know about your personal one. Though. Oh yeah, the, no, the teen finance one is in the stratosphere, but uh, my personal account is like five bucks. Um, no, it's fine. Good, got the pod. Y- yeah, no, five dollars. But I started with four dollars, so I actually made crazy gains. You mean ten cents, right? Yeah. Y- yeah, yeah. I trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. trade. Yeah, Co- compound interest, right? Maceo, I th- hate people who fear monger recessions because I know it, we're actually gonna. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do that with this with this title but no i think like graham stefan i i really like that guy i still think he has good content um but the I, i'm sorry the ones where he's you're talking about it earlier the ones where it's like the fed is raising rates the recession yeah, is gonna dude. happen i can't do it anymore bro it's too cringe. it's just clickbait i think i don't think it really has any there's no true value bro, just don't even worry them. about it he like, changes his mind every other video. Yeah. Just doesn't really I don't know. 
like people will get laid off from jobs, which sucks. And the best thing you can do to, you know, pad yourself from that is save a little bit of money, which hopefully you're doing all along. But you also don't want to crash the economy. So like, yeah, I know recessions suck, but they're natural. There's no way getting around them, really. Like, they're just going to happen. It's literally the boom and bust cycle of of capitalist economies. So, yeah. Yeah. So. All right, Sam. But, I, have, I have a little question for you, right? Yeah. Go Hit me. Hit me. It, what is an asset? <sighs> you really test me. No, I'm not kidding. An <laughs> asset is, is, any, is something that is worth money that isn't a physical currency. Sure. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So right? I'm playing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're sorry. You, you mentioned your book club earlier. So I'm doing my little rich dad, poor dad book club, right? <laughs> okay. So this, this isn't a true finance lesson. This is mm-hmm. something I thought was kind of an interesting takeaway, but he defined an asset as a cash producing entity, right? It doesn't need to be cash producing in my opinion. I can like, agree. As long as it holds value. Yeah. As, as long as it holds value. If it's depreciating, I think that's still an asset. It's a depreciating asset, but it's still an <laughs> asset. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's anything that's like worth something that's not cash is, is my personal definition. But a good asset is one that is cash producing. Yeah. So like kind of building off like what he was saying, though, I thought it was, I just thought it was interesting. I don't know if I entirely agree with it, but he was saying that like, you know, a house, like let's say your house, right, with a mortgage and mm-hmm. the insurance and your taxes every year right mm-hmm. that's constantly taking money out of your account but not producing anything and you're slowly gaining like ownership over it but at that time it's still you know more of a liability than an asset yeah right? we talked about some renting versus buying we were you were you already know i take yeah <laughs> so like what's like a cash producing asset you can think of besides like renting besides rental houses like that's um, that's a given a, a cash producing asset, my graphics card when I'm mining on it and when the crypto market isn't shit. True. Um, another cash producing asset, my camera, mm-hmm. because I, I need that to, to make money for my business. What else? I don't know. Um, my computer is a cash producing asset. Editing. I do everything on it. Podcast, make billions a year. Um, yeah, exactly. What are your thoughts on Turo? I haven't researched it a ton. I wouldn't do it. It seems too stressful. Like I think those business I think the best businesses are ones that like have have minimal stress and worry attached to them. And and I think that Turo, since you have to manage a lot of assets and like worry about people messing up your stuff, it would be kind yeah. of stressful and be you have to be involved, but go for it. I feel like I, I had this idea, right? So I was thinking about the whole rich dad poor dad thing of turning like a, a liability into an asset. Yes. And I was thinking about like, let's say you live in a city, right? Like maybe like San Francisco. Yeah. And you probably, let's say you do have a car, right? It's it's not, you don't really need a car in San Francisco. I think it's kind of close. But um, let's say you do have a car, right? And maybe you you work down the street from there. You could just, you know, renting out your car on Turo is a great way to like bring in money from your car without having to like actually do any effort for it and then your car doesn't if you live in san francisco your car doesn't have to stay there to get broken into exactly it'll always (laughs) be moving so no one can smash your window actually no they they smash windows on on cars that are moving now too 
I watched someone smash a window, and I was like, I, I don't know what to do. I'm just gonna where, huh? Uh, like a couple of blocks over from like Chinatown. Dang, we were like we were like driving and we were like yeah, in no, traffic, and this dude with there watch, with a dude, with a brick know. just kind of like threw it through the window, and I was I like, I don't, I I can't do anything about that. Yeah. Um, Turo, Turo. I don't know. It seems stressful. I like it. I think it I seems- would. I would do it if it wasn't with my personal car. Like if I if I happen to buy a car with the main intent of running out on Turo, I think that could be cool. I want to have um, I want to have fi- the the financial wolf on our podcast. He's a teenager and he does a lot of Turo stuff. I think it'd be interesting. I'm gonna talk to him. That seems interesting. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of people who make you know people make like six figures a month off of yeah, their you can definitely their fleets make money on Turo. Of it. Yeah, and they have like yeah, it just seems like. I don't know. I wouldn't be able to handle the stress and worry about like people messing up your cars and all the maintenance and all that. It's it's like not like it's very involved. It's not passive income by any means, I feel like. No. Like it might it might seem like that. Like you buy an asset and then you rent it out. That like might seem like passive income. It's not passive. You're doing so much work to manage the business, I feel like. Yeah. But and you def- you definitely have to like live in a place. Like it definitely that also yeah. definitely depends where you live. Like 100%. I don't think here, I don't think we can make any money off of Turo. There's not really People. Maybe during summer, I don't know. tourist season. Like, the thing is, it can't be though. a place where like rental cars are so readily available. That's true. That, you know, like we, it, it may be a place like where we live is like the sweet spot. Because if rental cars are readily, readily available, people are just going to do that. That's true. But I feel like people should just pick it up at the airport. But... Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I know like, it's a big thing in LA. Like in, um, in parking garages in LA, you'll see like Turo drop-off centers. Yeah. Where you can like leave your car for a couple of hours for someone to pick it up on Turo. Yeah, so maybe maybe they just have to buy a ton of cars and start Turoing. That's what I'm saying. Like what if I just bought a bunch of cars on like a you know like 90 year plan, right? So I'm paying like $6 a month and then I just Turo them out forever until Where I sell keep them. them. <laughs> you barely huh? even put your own car in your garage. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> just programming your guest parking. Yeah, dude. I can just line them up. All right. We're going to wrap there. Am I cutting you off or is that it? No, no, you're good. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe next, maybe next episode, Maseo will have like 25 cars and and he'll be a tarot guru. 30 seconds. I do want to get that guy on the pod though. I think that'd be interesting. I want to learn more about it. it does seem cool. Yeah, it'd, be, it'd definitely be entertaining. All right, Merry Christmas from Teen Finance. We hope you got some value out of this. We hope now you have some ideas of what you're gonna get for your last minute Christmas gift. That's it. Mark your calendars. We got some banger episodes coming up for the 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 New Year cycle for yeah, for twenty. 26 and 27 are going to be good. And then we have a guest coming on soon at some point also. So stay tuned. We'll see you all next time.